Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. Christmas Ocean Hills. 
And not just Ocean Hills family and friends, but people watching all over. I know I have friends in uh, Oregon, Chicago, San Diego, all over the place. And uh, those that are watching from all over the world tonight, we welcome you and say Merry Christmas to you. Also want to give a shout out. We are here under the stars. We're live. Thank you to Lane Farms for donating Christmas trees to be part of this background and this uh, experience tonight. Our heart's desire tonight is that what we uh, bring to you is a gift that helps you experience the power, the presence, and the amazing love of God through Christ Jesus tonight. We're celebrating that at just the right time, God sent his son to earth as a baby. And then he lived and he died on the cross for our sins and rose again. And now we celebrate and experience new life. We hope you get a taste of that tonight. Let me pray for us as we begin. Kind Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, tonight we welcome you to touch our hearts, to transform us, to make us into the men and women, into the families, into the kids and children you dream for us to become. We worship you, we celebrate your love tonight through song, through many messages, through prayers, through scripture reading. Would you come and meet us right where we sit, whether we're all alone or we're gathered with others. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would, in a very real, tangible, palpable way, right here, right now, come into this space and work in our lives and help us experience your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite Pastor Jono Schaefer. You guys all know him and love him. He's going to come and bring our reading for us tonight. Good evening. Let's enjoy the Christmas story together out of Luke 2, 1 through 20. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of, and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying 
in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The word of God.
story is uh, it's one we've heard so many times before this Christmas story and uh, when the time came in verse 6 and 7 we read that Mary gave birth to her firstborn a son and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger and it says this because there was no room available to them there was no guest room available to them there was no room for Jesus think about that for a second. I I just think that the Christmas story is so real here. There is no room. Mary and Joseph had this long journey, this hard journey to Bethlehem, and they show up probably to, to this house filled with people, many of them their family, and there was no guest room. There was nowhere to go, and so they get relegated to this stinky, dirty, hay filled room with animals. If there was anyone who deserved a well-designed, beautiful restoration hardware nursery, Jesus was it, the King, the Lord, Jesus. And yet there was no room for Jesus. We have the same problem today, don't we? There's no room, no room for Jesus. Our lives are so filled, even in COVID, our lives are filled to the brim. Our lives are filled, our minds are filled with news reports, with sports stats, with virus stats, with to-do lists, with commitments. Our hearts are filled with worry, with anxiety, with fear. Our desires are filled with that next experience we want, that next gadget we want, that next thing we wanna buy. We leave no room for Jesus, no room. Henry Nouwen said it best, he said this, he said, our lives are filled and yet we are unfulfilled. Our lives are filled and yet we are unfulfilled. I believe the scripture about no room for Jesus reminds us that we need to prepare room in our hearts for Jesus. We need to prepare room for him. If we wanna experience his presence, this Christmas, we need to prepare room for him, make room 
for him. Be intentional about it. We sing it every year, prepare him room. And yet many of us, I know myself included, have a hard time making room, being intentional. I remember creating the space for my, my nursery for my three kids and the way we designed it and painted it and built cribs and made this special, amazing place for them to be loved and, and encouraged and nurtured. And I wonder if we just, just spent a little intentionality making room for Jesus in our life. What would that look like? How do we make room for Jesus? The presence of Jesus is available to us this Christmas. He is available to you. His love, his goodness, his joy, his guidance. As we make room for him, we get to experience all that he has for us. So I wanna encourage you tonight. How are you gonna make room for Jesus? How will you make room for Jesus to experience his goodness this Christmas. He is here. He is for you. Let's celebrate that as we sing this next song, He's Here. Merry Christmas. Hold on now, gotta take a deep breath. Don't know what to say when I look in
over their flocks at night. You see, an angel could have come to Herod and that would have made a lot of sense because Herod was about to give an edict that would kill every boy in Bethlehem two years and younger. Would have made a lot of sense to save those lives. It also could have happened that an angel came to the Pharisees and that would have made a lot of sense because it might have saved Jesus some time later on in life trying to explain himself to all those Pharisees. The reality is though, that didn't happen. You see us humans, uh, we see things in terms of strategy, right? We build businesses, we gain market share, we make instruments that allow us to see at night and we send men up to space and back down again. God doesn't really work that way though. You see, God had a different plan that night. Actually, God went to these shepherds and why did he go to these shepherds when he could have just gone strategically to someone else? You see, they, they weren't very savvy, not like the merchants in town. And they also didn't have the strength of soldiers. They weren't even handy like the builders. Actually, they, they were just shepherds. They were the misfits. They're the ones who were cast out of town. So why them? Well, I think an answer might start in the fact that the shepherds were the ones who were most ready to receive God's good news. You see, God wanted to give something to the shepherds and they were most in need of a savior. And what this tells us, strategic or not, is that God's word doesn't necessarily go to the ones who are most capable. It goes to the ones who are most ready. And so that's the question of Christmas. Are you ready? You, in Christmas 2020, maybe overworked or overwhelmed, maybe recently unemployed, maybe recently divorced, feeling far off from God, feeling like you're in a dark wilderness all your own. Are you? ready because love comes to those who are most ready and willing to receive it and God loves you and God will come that's the promise of Christmas an angel said to the shepherds do not be afraid 
for I give you good news of great joy for all people. So I'll throw up my hands and 
good. Are you catching this? I mean, you can't make this stuff up, this story. So, so good, so powerful. I mean, this Luke 2 story, the angel declares, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. That includes you, all people, good news. Hey, grumpy Christian, this is for you. It's great joy, this good news. And the good news is, is that God has sent his son and he wants for you and I to have peace with God because the angel goes on to say and praise with the heavenly host, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to all on whom his favor rests. There's not a person watching tonight that doesn't want the favor of God to rest on us, right? You want the favor of God, I want the favor of God. Scripture teaches us that the way we receive that favor is through getting right with God. Experiencing peace with God comes through trusting Him and putting our faith in Him. It doesn't, doesn't happen when we become more religious or try to be a good person. It comes through faith in Christ. Romans chapter five, Paul said it this way. Since we've been made right in God's sight by faith. Listen to the next phrase. We have peace with God. We've been made right with God through faith and that makes us right with God. We have peace with God. But tonight, for those of you that have never experienced God's peace or peace with God, that's your next step. That's kind of your first step to welcome Christ into your life, to just simply pray, God, I wanna be forgiven. I wanna be loved by you. I receive that love and I wanna begin a brand new life. Now, for those of you that are tonight tuning in Christmas Eve and saying, I've taken that step. I'm a follower of Jesus, a Christian. There's peace for you too, Christmas peace. And it's not peace with God, it's the peace of God. Because notice how the angel says, peace on earth to all on whom his favor rests. And then we get into peace of God. And here's what Jesus told his followers. I love this verse, John 14. He said, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give you. You're looking for it. I'm looking for it out there everywhere. Jono talked about it earlier. You're not going to find it. He says, the peace I give, that, that it's a gift the world cannot give you. So here's, the, here's what he says. Don't be troubled or afraid. Don't be troubled or afraid. Is that a word for us in 2020? Is that a word for us tonight? We are a troubled people troubled by the uncertainty this past year with the racial tensions, with the presidential elections, troubled by a global pandemic. We're troubled people. We're not together tonight with our family and friends. We're separated, so many of us, from those that we love the most. We're troubled by the inability to gather in person as a church in big, large gatherings. We are troubled but we're also afraid. He says, don't be troubled or afraid, but we're troubled and we're afraid. We're afraid of the unknown. Is my business gonna bounce back? Will the family tension, will we, will, will we resolve that? Will the church bounce back? Are we gonna lose people? There's a fear that comes over me. Are we losing people over the last nine months? We're afraid of loved ones. My mom and dad, I'm are they gonna get COVID? We're afraid for the economy. Man, I love the stock market, but it's gonna, next year, what's gonna happen? It could any day tank. 
and I'm afraid for the strained relationships. Over the last nine months with all of the divisiveness and conflict and tension, there's some fear in us that says, we've lost some good friends or at least we have some, some strained relationships and that fear can overwhelm us. And I want you to know tonight, this Christmas peace that Jesus offers, it's a peace that will hold you together when the bottom falls out, when the wheels come off, and when you are just completely tapped out, done, I'm through, I can't deal with this anymore. Here's what the New Testament teaches us. Paul says in Philippians 4, don't worry. Quit worrying about anything and everything. Instead, pray about everything. Verse seven, then you'll experience God's peace. Then you'll experience God's peace. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so when you find yourself troubled or afraid over these holidays, during this Christmas season, I'm gonna invite you to pray the whisper prayer, that prayer of surrender. I pray it every day. God, I give you everyone and everything. God, I give you everyone and everything. Turn your troubles and turn your fears. Hand them over to the Prince of Peace and watch what he does in you as he guards your heart and mind with his peace. Now, let me just wrap up with this 2 Thessalonians 3 blessing. And now may the God of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you. Merry Christmas. I know. 
and change. An unplanned pregnancy, a royal decree, a long journey, the relief of arriving, but the discomfort of not being at home. A birth, singing angels, shepherds hurrying around in delight. A lot of movement, a lot of transition, and a lot of change. And then Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. I imagine Mary, a very young new mother, laying down on the side of a room, propped up just enough to take notice of her surroundings. Her brand new baby, held against her chest, his warm skin on her skin, a blanket covering them both. And she treasures the moment. Emmanuel, God with us, God with her. She lays there and she remembers all that had happened to bring her to this place. Every moment of excitement and uncertainty. Sitting in her room, wondering, did an angel really just appear to me? God was with her then. The uncertainty of the first few weeks of her pregnancy, feeling her body change, God was with her then. When she stood in front of Joseph, for the first time after he found out that she was pregnant. God was with her then. A long journey to Bethlehem. God was with her then. During her labor and delivery, God was with her then. Emmanuel, God was with her. Then laying there, her new baby on her chest, she treasured that moment. Emmanuel, God was with her, God is with us. All these things she pondered in her heart, in her heart, not her mind. That's a lot harder, isn't it? Pondering in our hearts. Your story of this year might be full of lots of movement, of transition and change. You have pondered many things in your minds, 
but this is a season when we must try to ponder in our hearts, to be still and quiet, to take a moment and treasure our stories with God, all of the moments that He has been with us, and to ponder in our hearts, Emmanuel, God is with us. We want to invite you, if you have a candle in your room somewhere, somewhere that you can grab it, we want to just begin to close with silent night, remembering the light of the world has come, even to this weary world as we rejoice this Christmas. So we're going to light some candles here and sing silent night. We hope you'll join us with your own candle and flame and sing along with us. Tender 
Christmas, everybody. Here we are. We're under the stars tonight. And uh, God's first missionary, God made himself known through creation, through the scriptures, and then through his son Jesus by sending him to earth. And now he continues to make himself known through his people, through you and me as we spread love, as we go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born, that his love is unfailing, that he has a purpose for your life. So we're gonna sing together, go tell it on the mountain, and then we're gonna go live it as the people of God this week. Let's do it. Go tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Here we go, go tell it! Go tell it! Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.